The next station is Hoxton. Hey, I'm Seth Troxler, and I want you guys to listen to Hoxton FM. Hi, this is Marshall Jefferson, the godfather of house music, and you're listening to Hoxton FM. This is Seb Zito from Fuse, and I'm bigging up the Hoxton FM crew. My name is Derek May on Hoxton FM. Yo, what's going on, cuz? Martinez Brothers, Hoxton FM, baby. Hi, this is Wolfgang Fleur, and you are listening to Hoxton FM. This is DJ Fitchy from Fat Freddy's Drop. You're tuned into Hoxton FM. Powered by Prison Sound. So, you know, you can tell you, you can tell you, you can tell you, you can tell 呃，我们今天晚上所有的音乐是由来自 Hawks Gardens Hawks Gardens 的 L O H， 是由来自 Hawkson FM 的 DJ Dan Formless 为大家提供，为大家提供的，谢谢他。然后呢，这里有没有人？有没有人听说过 Hawkson FM？ 啊啊啊啊 ！Hawkson FM。Welcome, welcome. It's Friday. I'm Dan Formless. This is the Focal London Radio Show, and I'm starting off with a Dave Clark track. It's the Factory Floor remix. This is Charcoal Eyes, and I've got to tell you about ADE. Obviously, you know Amsterdam dance event is coming up in a couple of weeks. Just want to make sure that everyone who's going knows that I'm going. No, not really. We we do have a media pass. We are going to be there. We did promise to make sure everyone knows that Amsterdam dance event is the leading electronic music platform and biggest club festival in the world for the whole spectrum of electronic subgenres. Uh, so, you need to know that there's a conference going on, there's a playground, and uh, it's just a crazy city, as everyone knows. There's 160 locations there, 2,200 artists, 550 speakers. Um, I'm obviously going for the speakers and not for the parties. But uh, last year they had 375 visitors, 375,000 visitors, and uh, if you haven't been, it is. In all honesty, it is probably the best-run festival I've ever been to. I went with Normski about three years ago, four years ago.、Uh, I've been going back ever since, and、uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out. I've seen Dave Clark、uh, interview Hans Zimmer there.、Uh, Normski and I got、um, Martinez Brothers to do their infamous shout-out on our jingle, and、uh, yeah, it's just absolutely amazing festival. So I've done the business. I've done what I needed to do. I've got、uh, none other than St Bernard with me today. He's obviously heavily involved with Spilt Milk. I'm going to hold up some of their records. I didn't get this one. Oh, okay, right, thanks.、Uh, <laughs> uh, plenty of plenty of really good releases.、Uh, some remixes by himself. Italo Boys there.、Uh, some, this is this one's the St Bernard one. This is the good one I have got. <laughs> and、um, Javi Bora. And、uh, there's one by Mark Ashkin, but no one plays that one.、Anymore. I'm only joking. I'm sure Mark's listening and、um, swearing a lot.、Uh, but Paul or St Bernard is here not just to talk about spilt milk, not actually to talk about spilt milk at all. We're going to make him talk about his other project. I'm going to play about 20 minutes, 25 minutes worth of promos, 
and then we're going to get him on for a quick chat. Then he's going to play for an hour and then we're going to finish off with about 30 minutes of back to back. So uh, yeah, as I say, this one is Charcoal, Charcoal Eyes, the Factory Floor Remix and uh, it's Dave Clark. He has got a new album out and uh, that, that is coming out, I don't know. Apparently after a 14 year hiatus, he's now put an album out, but he's been putting out music for ages. He moved to Amsterdam a while ago and uh, he is the self-professed Baron of Techno.
So we're just chatting about ridiculous names of uh, tunes. This one is called Wet Wipes. It's by Litmus. It's on the Intolerance EP, and that's out on Signatune, which is Red Adair's label. Big shout out to Red Adair. And uh, we're not going to say about the other the other names. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, very, Na- very Nathan Barley. That's what we're going to say. This one is called Pineway. It's by a guy called Nebel, K-N-E-B-E-L. And he just messaged me on Instagram and he sent, said, I'm going to send you a load of music. Send me a load. It's all absolutely sick. I've got like eight tracks from him now. I'm going to play a few of them. And um, it's, he's, he's meant to be releasing it on a label that I now can't say the name of the label that he's <laughs> releasing it on. But I love that label. He's going to release it on a sister label of that label. Uh, you didn't really need to know all of that. But uh, he also makes his music incredibly fast. I've got this on minus six and a half percent and I'm playing at 126 BPM. And uh, the thing is, it sounds really good. It sounds really good at the, um, the speed 
that he does it originally, but I just don't play at 135 BPM right now. But I'm sure once I've been to Amsterdam, I will. <laughs> Thank you. 
So this one is La Onda by Mountain People, a.k.a. Rosso, a.k.a. Peter Dildo. Did you know that one? <laughs> no? He was making music under the name Peter Dildo. Soon discarded that, didn't he? <laughs> Uh, I absolutely love Mountain People and uh, what's interesting about this release is it did come out on vinyl but it is also available on Bandcamp and um, I, I kind of I, I'm a late comer to Bandcamp and I do love it because once you find an artist that you really rate you can kind of subscribe to them and you can get updates and they can put stuff out like he's just put out the first ever release that he did digitally and like I don't want to pay like 18, 19 quid for it on Discogs and there's only one track on there that I want and it's like it's absolutely great and the thing is it's going straight to the artist or the label it's distributing directly there's no middleman and uh, yeah you can you can uh, pay as much or as little as you want I think in, with some people you can buy that whole back catalogue which is kind of a, a statement of uh, support so uh, yeah really really rate Bandcamp really really rate Mountain People and it's almost the perfect segue into our little chat with uh, my guest in a second
So whilst we loop that breakdown of La Onda by Man the Mountain People, uh, I've now got uh, the pleasure to introduce everyone to St. Bernard. Hello. Can everybody. I call you Paul? Uh, no, not. St. Bernard. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm stop laughing. You, honestly, you're no, it's good. I, I'm really enjoying the vibe of the show. It's really good. I, I did my first um, soulless plug at the beginning, and uh, yeah, no, like, well, fellow ginger, which we've got to point out to everyone who's not watching uh, yeah. on on Facebook Live or Periscope or anything else. Um, so we we met outdoors. Uh, Always. Yeah. Well, watch <laughs> uh, where you're going, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> spilt milk. Yeah. Uh, there was a really really good spilt milk party. Uh, right by the Olympic Park, uh, Tread Benedict. Well, he's claiming that he outdid himself. I, I don't know. Like, you're you're kind of involved. Who found it? Was it's, it it's always Tread. Tread is the, uh, the the force behind the beast. Is that what yeah, the beast anyway, behind the force. I don't, either way, the he's beast, a beast behind the milk. Yeah, <laughs> he's drinking the milk. Oh god, he produces some sort of milk from his. He lacks taste. Yes, yeah. he does. He really does. Let's stop that right there. G generally, when he talks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Tread was has, has been putting on amazing parties for a long, long time. Um, I've been going to them. Luckily enough, I was starting to play them quite regularly. And over a couple of drinks, probably the wrong time in the morning, we said, let's set up a record label. So, and I said, yes, let's do it. Uh, and I was the driving force behind that, really. Great. And so putting out fancy records, like I've got to firstly point out this, this USB <laughs> stick, which doesn't actually have all his music on. Yeah. Um, so it's- Always it's, prepared. It's, <laughs> that is a great USB stick. I, I love know. it. Um, but you, so you've got these records and um, yeah, like the ethos behind it was to make them the most expensive <laughs> possibly to make and make no money on them, but they look amazing. So so what what people are missing on these ones, um, I feel very privileged that Tread gave me uh, early copies as well, by the way, but um, you, you don't just get a sticker in with your very colourful record. You also got a wrap. Uh, with, no, so, so it's very Marmite, this thing, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I Funny know. Funny story about that, actually. So, uh, when we first it, put it is out, is this about customs and excise? <laughs> yeah. I've heard this story. It's great, but but basically, the first release was Mark Ashkin, was it? Yep, and absolutely. It, and he didn't like the colours. He, he said it. We haven't got it in in my hand here, but it was very speckled. And um, I mean, you know, everyone like East End Dubs is copying it now. So you oh know, yeah, absolutely. We, 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 innovators, yeah. innovators. It wasn't supposed to come out like that. And by the way. <laughs> we we was quite particular with the colours, but um, because me and Tread, uh, I don't know, we're, we're I, I'll say we're um, quite forward thinkers and, and got our heads in the cloud. We didn't realise that if you mix blue and yellow together, it comes out green. Now you do. We do now indeed. Do. It's a very expensive so, experiment. I love it. Ashkin said it looked like sick. Uh, it looked like someone had been sick on it. But that's, it was a, a good term though. It was it? a sick release. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And then you you put out this was the second one was it? No, that that's third. Third, second okay. Was tread. Second was tread. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's pass on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this this one's great. Did you have a remix on? Um, Alexi Delano done a remix for that. But you had a remix on another release as well. I had one on the second one. Yes, I like that one. That's yeah. the only good one on that. Oh on no, Tread's so it was release. me and tread. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm just trying to piss him off to be honest. <laughs> but uh, great, you know, great imagery and stuff on on the spilt milk stuff. I do I do really like it. Um, and the parties have been going a long time. Where were they originally? In the oh, so it, it was the paper mill in uh, Curtin Road, yeah, uh, which got sadly got knocked down, which was a, f a fabulous venue. And then the dairy, 
right. and Wick before Hackney Wick was popular. Yeah, yeah. Which was again was just just an amazing venue. Um, I, that's when I started to play for Spilt Milk yeah. and, and played with um, like Radio Slave, uh, Glimpse was a party, and loads of others. And it was just it was just a great time. Yeah. And just like outdoor parties just seemed to be were able to flourish then. Uh, not so much they. In the good now. old days. Yeah. Oh God, I don't want to go there now. But yeah, it was it was yeah it was great. Um, and I think we've kind of struggled to find a venue since then. I think everyone's struggling to to Massively, find venues. Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a real big issue at the moment. But the space by the Olympic Park was great. And, yeah. And when I got there, it hadn't rain. It, I, I'd missed the rain. There was like a bit of a shower, but then it was it was sunny and there was a rainbow over the Olympic Park and everyone's taking beautiful. romantic yeah. photos. Of course, yeah. There was a wooded area. There is a wooded area. There is still a wooded area. <laughs> um, but it's really, really good to see a, a whole load of, like not just old faces, but new faces as well. Yeah, I, I think Spilt Milk has always been about that. It's, it's always drawn like a, a very loyal crowd. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like, it's, it's we're trying to introduce like younger sort of DJs yep. that have got different crowds, and they seem to just kind of buy into the ethos as well. And yeah, it was. I think that venue next year is just going to go from strength to strength. You know, Stred's going to uh, Stred Tread, <laughs> Tread is going to be out there in like early March, yeah. like with shorts on, of course. like trying to trying to yeah, come on, let's do this. Entice you in? No, but I mean it's, it's a great it's a great space, and I look forward to those parties. Um, but we should go on to your own project. Yeah. Yama Music. Yes. Which you were like, kind of, that's not, kind of, there's no fan page for it. No. Nope. You've got three releases now? Yep. All digital. All digital. We're doing something different. We're, basically, the, the idea is to, is to put an EP out a, a month. So you're giving yourself deadlines. I really yeah. like this. Yeah. yeah. So you're forcing yourself and you're, you're self distributing. So you're putting it out on uh, Bandcamp, which was my seamless segue earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, uh, by the way. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, I, I'm proud of my own work yeah. sometimes. Um, a bit like a Federer looking at his backhand. Just nice. <laughs> right. Good but form. Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp. Is that right? Yeah, Bandcamp is what we control. We yep. put it out as and when we want. Um, all the other digital formats, we was, we've kind of shied away from Beatport. It was a bit bit of a... a, a I don't know. No one was sure if it was going to go under at one point. But Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's still a force to be reckoned with. But we're not about that. We, we kind of think Bandcamp is the way forward. It's just because there's not... There's music on there that you wouldn't normally get anywhere else. Yeah. There's like there's a lot of like re-edits there for like the disco sort of people, but there's just music there that's kind of for the heads. It seems like everyone's passionate on there about what they're doing, and and it goes yeah, as you said earlier, it goes straight to, straight to you as a label, as an artist. You can just put it out when you you can put it out like you can have a, an EP ready to go at ten o'clock in the morning, and it'll be live at ten o one. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's beautiful. You don't have to worry about anything. You can have it mastered, done out. And that's that's the, the, why we like it so much because it's a quick turnaround, fits in with what we want to do as an EP a month, and it's, yeah, it's really good fun. Like having that deadline to do it is is a bit scary. But uh, it's anyone who makes music or tries to make music <laughs> knows that a deadline is a very valuable thing because yeah. it actually forces you to get shit done. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I just wanted to. Uh, touch upon can you tell us a bit about your yaku or can you not tell us about your yaku no no okay <laughs> but not, you really like your yaku we really like them and it was it was a real big inspiration behind it yeah um and um they're the owner of your yaku is um is a big is a fan of us let's Great. put it that way he messed Great. He, he bought he he overpaid, which is a, another beautiful this is thing. The thing. It's camp. like it's so great. Yeah. It's so great that you can just pay, you know, you can 
and you can buy the whole back catalogue and stuff. And I, I just think it's such a there's so many nice touches on Bandcamp. Yeah, and you control it all. Yeah. Which is as an artist, as a label, is, is yeah. amazing. So our back catalogue, we try to make it as cheap as possible, just to just literally yeah. just to cover our costs. Um, we don't make any money from it. It's just pure love of the music that we, we're making, and we just hope other people enjoy it and buy it, just to cover our costs, of course. No, well, I think I think there's there's a an element of that, but then as you kind of continue, if if people that you really respect are like giving you shouts and stuff, I'm sure you're going in the right direction, but you're kind of doing it the hard way. Yeah. Um, you're not doing it the kind of fake it to make it bullshit, kind of market the shit out of stuff, pay to get it on the front page or something. We do no PR whatsoever. Yeah. We do no, we don't send it to any, like no PR list, no promo list or anything like that. We send it to people who we really like. And that's the and most me. beautiful. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't be accepted. Um, that's, yeah, but that's what we really like about it. We can send like EPs to people we really like. And the, the pickup from it has just been amazing. So that's our PR. But I think um, it was really nice to get a personal message from you <laughs> with with links to it and download it. A very polite it. message. Very, very nice. And I forgot to download one of them and I had to <laughs> message you back. I'm really sorry. I missed the, I missed the time. But um, let's, uh, with no further ado, let's let you get into the mix. You're going to play for the next hour. Um, I might kind of hop in at the end. Please do. Uh, if you haven't played any of like those tracks that I've got off of you, I'll definitely play them. Yes, but do. Um, yeah, in the mix for the next hour, St. Bernard, Yammer Music and also Spilt Milk. Uh, it's been a real pleasure chatting to you. And Thank you. I hope everyone who's listening will go and check out their band camp and uh, yeah, find out more. Thank you, my man.
find out if spiritual healing has ever worked, there's a law governing its working. If prayer has ever worked, there's a law governing its working. If psychic or spiritual attunement has ever worked, there's a law governing its working. So important to recognize that and to learn if we can discover the laws of attunement, then we can duplicate the effect. Everything operates according to God's universal law, including God. Now, if we can realize that, if we can actually make that true for us, then it becomes fact that if we learn the law regarding prayer and we pray, it should have a cause-effect relationship. When we set a cause in motion, it produces a particular effect every time. Then the next thing for us to do is to discover the laws. This would suggest that if any man in all of history has ever done a thing, then any other person under the same conditions producing the same cause should get the same effect. Now there are indications that the great teachers believed that was so, including the time when Jesus said, all of these things I have done, you can do. If any man has ever done it, then if you can discover the law by which he did it, you can do it too. Now, the question that comes up regarding that statement is, but aren't there some people who are much more talented psychically than others? I think the way to answer that is to say, almost anyone, if not everyone, can be taught to play the piano. Everyone can be taught to play the piano at least well enough to entertain himself. Anyone can pick out a tune. There are some who will become a maestro. But it doesn't mean that it leaves you unable, at least, to go as far as you can enjoy, as far as fulfilling your own needs. Some people will be a psychic maestro and be able to give readings for other people. That's not our purpose. We're not coming here to suggest that we want to make psychics of you. However, we do want to say this. Anyone who is trying to live a whole life without the ability to listen to inner guidance is a person trying to build a house without a blueprint. It really cannot be done. Because you have to be dependent upon other people's direction for putting together the house that you're trying to build. So we come to the end of the show. We've uh, just enjoyed St. Bernard in the mix for about an hour, a little bit over. Uh, I snuck on at the end and, and stuck this uh, Joseph S. Joyce track on. It's apparently not finished. It's called Solomon. I love the vocal on it. It's uh, some some like uh, philosopher called Solomon talking about God. Um, St. Bernard, thanks so much for coming down. Oh, absolute pleasure. Enjoyed every moment of it. And uh, you gave me the the rest of the records that I don't have on Spilt Milk, but also there is your record, which we were going to... I was thinking we'd do a giveaway, but actually we're going to give it to Fraser. No, don't. No? He doesn't deserve it. I know. Well, just because he's ginger, we should... No, no, he's part of the gang with a ginger. Yeah, we should... He should <laughs> Fraser. Fraser, here, take this record before St. Bernard changes his mind. For you, mate. Oh, mate. And a sticker. <laughs> 
Please, I'm married. Thank you. Very <laughs> Thank you very much for this fine record. I'm no, it's very, it's, I'm, it's I'm, amazing. I'm, a, I'm actually a poacher of this film rock stuff, so it's nice. So I haven't actually got that one. Ah, so what, what we can what we can do is we can actually play that record at music related on November 18th. Oh yeah, um, we're going to be at Mustache Bar because we're we're, we're going to be playing. Yeah, yeah nice. Stuff. Friends nice. and friends. Yeah. Yeah, friends, friends. and friends. <laughs> DJ um, friends. <laughs> I'd just like to say Tread Benedict is third on the bill on that one. I'm above really? him, which made me piss myself laughing. How? I sent it, I sent it, I don't know, because they got it wrong, didn't they? They uh, don't realise how important Tread is. Why is he even there? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> at least I was at the top, I don't really care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fraser is tops. Fraser is tops. Always, always tops. For, for good reasons. For good reasons. <laughs> and uh, he's not just here to hang out with us, he is playing next. It's the open show with Fraser Campbell for the next two hours. And uh, straight after him will be Signum London. I don't know who's going to be coming to play for them because half of them just got on a plane from Luton. Uh, Wiz Air, luckily not Monarch. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I think they're going to Romania or somewhere like that. Of course. Yeah. Can I just say? Um, yes. Yama is not just me. It's uh, Danes, Lee Danes. So. Oh, Lee Danes. Okay. Big up. Lee Danes. We should probably get him on as well. Uh, he couldn't make it today. Next time. Yeah. Yeah. Let's come do again. It again. Please do come again. Oh, man, I'd love that. I really loved. Like you, you basically did start off with a whole load of Yama music. I saw you played a little helper on there. Is there anything else you want to like name check or anything unreleased that you played? No. No. I had no idea what I was doing. I was completely in the zone. Sounded good. Sounded good. <laughs> so go and check out. Uh, radio, that was great radio then. Bandcamp.com slash Yammer Music, yes. I believe. Was yeah. it yammermusic.bandcamp.com? No idea. If you just search Yammer Music yeah. on Bandcamp, you'll come up. And there's a massive discount if you buy the whole uh, back catalogue. It's really cheap. We just want to get the music out there. So if you like it, buy it. Excellent. Right. Without further ado, we will let this track, Joseph S. Joyce Solomon, unfinished. Fraser, I started, I put it on because I was deliberately trying to get it in Fraser's ear. And uh, he started looking at the speakers. He put his hand on one of the cones. And um, he went, uh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and uh, I said, it's not, it's not finished. And he looked at me like, and then I went, actually, I think what you can hear is the air conditioning unit out there. Which, which yeah, he's complaining, it's rattling. Uh, we'll go and smash the air conditioning unit up. You've been listening to Focal London with myself, Dan Formless, Mr. St. Bernard. Peace. And uh, yeah, do go check out Yama Music. And uh, don't forget that myself, Fraser, Tread Benedict, we're all playing at Moustache Bar, Saturday, November 18th. It's like a 14-hour event. It's, it's free entry. It's well worth checking out. We, sh- we should have a Hoxton FM 6th birthday before then, which I'm hoping Fraser will play. I'm going to try and do it at Folklore over the road if I can get a date off. What? What? Guy in the suit. No suits here, mate. No suits. It's a suit-free zone. He's a lawyer. No suits. No suits in the booth. What, what were we saying about his vape? His cor- corpor vape. His, his jacket's very nice. He doesn't know who made it. It's probably made in a sweatshop somewhere. Imagine. He's that type of guy. He's that type of guy. Uh, shout out to Richard. Uh, yeah, catch you next week. I have got Jono and Tomo uh, coming on. Uh, absolutely loved having them on last time when they had their Trellick release. They've obviously got some more music to plug, otherwise they wouldn't ask to come on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, total bands, Hoxton FM band. I said bands earlier on uh, Twitter. You said at the end. I put a hashtag at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> Down with the kids. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a really, really fun show. Thank you for listening. Uh, really, really 
grateful for everyone that listens to Hoxton FM, uh, even to Fraser. But uh, do, do you want to say anything? What? You you listen for three seconds and you go off, so that it gets it gets logged that you watch. I saw you doing to Norsky today, mate. Well, flicked on. He was wearing. Glasses and that disturbed me. Glasses slightly. and a hat, I know. So what I happened to the sunglasses indoors band? I was actually on the toilet at the time. Uh, no shit. Yeah. No, actually, yeah. It was, just, it was just number one, but I like to sit down. Uh, two reasons why he sits down. Anyway. There's no one listening, man. You're going to ruin all the listeners for my show. Stop. Talking Sorry, over a vocal. 33 seconds left on this. All right, goodbye. Catch you next week.